The Lord spoke to me and told me some things. He said, you'll begin to write with a new anointing. And through the music and through the singing as you minister forth, my anointing will flow out from you. Those who believe that and receive that anointing will be healed in their body. Financial need will be met. Harmony will come to the home. The yoke of bondage will be broken because it's the anointing that breaks the yoke. I'm David Engels, and this is the Hour of Anointing. sent disciples to the Lord. Are you the Christ or will there be another? Jesus spoke the answer unto them. He said, go tell John again. Go tell John again. The blind see, the lame walk, the lepers are cleansed and the dead are raised and the poor have the gospel preached to them. So go tell John again, go tell John again. The dumb they sing, the deaf they hear, the minds renewed, they are thinking clear. Blessed are they who my words do not offend. Till the prison's empty, go tell John again. Does it seem you're locked in a prison? Doing time and getting nowhere there Revelation brings the needed answer Jesus' words still echo loud and clear He said, go tell John again Go tell John again The blind see, the lame walk The lepers are cleansed and the dead are raised And the poor have the gospel them. So go tell John again, go tell John again. The dumb they say, the deaf they hear, the minds renewed, they are thinking clear. Blessed are they who my words do not offend. Till the prison's empty, go tell John again. springs of water and the deserts blossom as the rose waters break out springs in a dry land when a word in season's fitly told go tell John again go tell John again the blind see the lame walk the lepers are cleansed and the dead are raised and the poor have the gospel preached to them. Oh, go tell John again, 
go tell John again. The dumb they see, the deaf they hear, the minds renewed, they are thinking clear. Blessed are they who my words do not offend. Till the prison's empty, go tell John again. Oh, go tell John again. Go tell John again. The blind see, the lame walk, the lepers are cleansed, and the dead are raised, and the poor have the gospel preached unto them. Go tell John again. Go tell John again. The dumb they sing, the deaf they hear, the minds renewed, they are thinking clear. Blessed are they who my words do not offend. Till the prison's empty, go tell John again. Though the prison's empty, go tell John again. Talking today about what it means to be in Christ, a Christ person, to be a believer, to be a new creation, to be saved. 2 Corinthians 5 and 21 is our key scripture, for he hath made him to be sin for us, who knew no sin, that we might be made the righteousness of God in him. The scripture is pointing out that God made Jesus sin for us, uh, who knew no sin, that we might be made the righteousness of God in him, or in Jesus Christ. The first verse then of chapter 6, then because we're the righteousness of God in him, we then as workers together with him beseech you also that you receive not the grace of God in vain. For he saith, I have heard thee in time accepted, and in the day of salvation have I secured thee. Behold, now is the accepted time. Behold, now is the day of salvation. You have a great inheritance. You have obtained this inheritance. You've been accepted in the beloved. Part of your inheritance includes your family position with God in heaven after you lay down your body. But you've entered into your inheritance in him right now here on this earth. You have the right to operate in that inheritance today. Reading right now from Colossians uh, chapter 1 and verse 12, it tells us, Giving thanks unto the Father, which hath made us meet to be partakers of the inheritance of the saints in light. Now, the word meet is an old English word that means able. God has made you able to be a partaker of the inheritance of the saints in light. Verses 13 and 14 say, Who hath delivered us from the power of darkness, and hath translated us into the kingdom of his dear Son, in whom we have redemption through his blood. You, the redeemed, Jesus has made you able to be a partaker of that inheritance. It's yours right now. You're able to receive it and walk in it because God has said you're able. A literal translation of the 12th verse is, who has made us able to enjoy our share of the inheritance. Isn't that good? You are to give thanks unto the Father, who has made you able to enjoy your share of the inheritance. So let's give him thanks. So thank God for it. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Father. We give you thanksgiving. Praise God. That, just praising God just plays a big part in receiving your inheritance, thanking God that you have it. You know, the Lord shows me that I am where I am because he wants me to be there, and I'm doing what he wants me to do. I begin to confess that. You say, well, are you always going to be in that position? No, because God's going to begin to move me because I'm giving him words to work with. 
when I decide that I am where God wants me and I'm doing exactly what he wants me to do, at that moment then I step into his will and he then begins to guide me as I continue to confess I am where God wants me to be and I'm doing what God wants me to do. Then he, then, then he can make the changes. What have we inherited in Christ? Did we just inherit heaven as our home? Well, Hebrews 1 has something to say about that. Verse 4 says, Being made so much better than the angels, as he hath by inheritance obtained a more excellent name than they. You have inherited Jesus' authority as well as his name. You've inherited the kingdom of God. Colossians 2, 9 and, and 10 says, For in him dwelleth all the fullness of the Godhead bodily, and ye are complete in him which is the head of all principality and power. There is embodied in you all that is in the Godhead, Jesus, the Spirit of God, the Heavenly Father, the mind of Christ, the faith of God, the love of God. You have in you the very life of God because you are in Christ Jesus. We're talking about being a Christ person, what it means to be a believer, praying that prayer, O oh God, show me and show to us what it means to really be a Christ person, to be a believer, to be in the family of God. Everything that Jesus received when he was raised from the dead, everything that has happened to Jesus since he was raised from the dead, we have inherited. Not just a part of it, but all of it. When Jesus was raised from the dead, he received a glorified body. And you, believer, will get one too. Where did Jesus go when he was raised? To the right hand of the Father. That's where you are right now. Ephesians 2 and 6 says, And hath raised us up together, and made us sit together in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. Jesus was raised from the dead by the mighty power of God, was seated at his own right hand in the heavenly places, and that same mighty power of God working in you when you made Jesus the Lord of your life, it raised you up and set you in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. He is in you. You are in him. His inheritance and your inheritance are one and the same. You are a joint heir with Jesus Christ. The Apostle Paul prayed that the eyes of our understanding be enlightened, uh, that we would know the glory of our inheritance in the saints and the exceeding greatness of God's power toward us who believe in all the saints, the exceeding greatness of his power. What does his power mean to the believer? Let's read Ephesians 1 verses 20 through 23, which he wrought in Christ when he raised him from the dead and set him at his own right hand in the heavenly places, far above all principality and power and might and dominion and every name that is named, not only in this world, but also in that which is to come and hath put all things under his feet and gave him to be the head over all things to the church, which is his body, the fullness of him that filleth all in all. The body of Christ is the fullness of Christ. He's not full and complete without you, and you're not full and complete without him. Colossians 1, 21 through 23 says, And you hath he reconciled in the body of his flesh through death to present you holy and unblameable and unreprovable in his sight. If you continue in the faith grounded and settled and be not moved away from the hope of the gospel, which you have heard. Don't be moved away from the gospel. 
Don't be moved away from the Word of God. Don't be moved away from the things the Word is telling you. Don't think, that couldn't be for me. Don't allow the devil or anyone else to move you away from the inheritance that rightfully belongs to you in Christ Jesus. When the Word says that you are holy, unblameable, and unreprovable in the sight of God, then just receive it. We see from God's Word that in Him you are holy and without blame before God. Philippians 2, verse 15 says, That ye may be blameless and harmless, the sons of God, without rebuke, in the midst of a crooked and perverse nation, among whom ye shine as lights in the world. Isn't that great? We shine as lights. Where? We shine as lights in this world. You've been listening to The Hour of Anointing. To order David Ingalls' products, including music CDs and downloads, soundtracks and songbooks, call us toll-free at 1-877-34-RADIO or visit us online at diministries.org. And while you're there, check out audio archives of past programs, including today's broadcast. Our mailing address is David Ingalls Ministries, P.O. Box 1924, Tulsa, Oklahoma, 74101. When writing, please include an offering for Radio Time along with the call letters of this station. Tune in weekdays at this same time for the Hour of Anointing with David Ingalls. Let your voice come forth.